Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy December 31st. Hope you're getting ready for whatever your big night entails. If you're like me, it probably involves sweatpants. Anyways, we talked to Adam Ray, my friend, the comedian today, and we had a great time. He's a little wacky. He's a little wild. He's also a very busy man. Happy New Year. Hope you enjoy. We were going to have you on, and they were like, no, we need to have you on for the festivities that will be the New Year's, because what is there not to celebrate about 2021 heading into 2022? <laughs> so welcome um, to, from 1978, it appears. Uh, <laughs> where are you exactly? <laughs> I am in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada at the world famous, no, the Vegas famous, <laughs> the not really famous, unless your mom told all of her friends from Temple Betham, the Tropicana uh, on Tropicana Road. Okay. But there, but there are billboards of me uh, up around town and, um, you know, it's huge. some taxi cab uh, digital signs. One actually of my buddies sent me a, um, a poster at Burbank Airport, which I thought was uh, pretty cool. What? But the, the shows here are great. Vegas is, um, you know, has not missed a beat. I mean, you know, what have I, what have I seen in the last 24 hours that I haven't seen in most of my NyQuil dreams? I mean, <laughs> a lot. Vegas doesn't care. Vegas does its own thing. Vegas goes to the beat of its own drum. It's I'm truly baffled that Vegas hasn't like broken off from the rest of the country yet. It's already I its mean, own thing, right? It's kind of its own thing. Um, if you could put it in Texas, then they would 100% would just both of them secede together. Wow. Like 1,000%. Like, That's like, the we word I was looking for. Have you? I was about to say <laughs> Vegas should secede at some point. But you know when you haven't said a word in a while, your brain goes, whoa, yes. whoa, 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 don't show that you're stupid, you know? No, and yes. so it's also the pandemic. I just think I used less words. Oh, I, when you take 800 plus days off from working, I'm pretty sure I came back with a, about six words that I could use with confidence. And then I'm slowly easing back where I'm like, okay, I think I know that one. I'm going to go ahead and th- try it right here. No one's called me out yet. So, and they would. <laughs> It would you, if they could. You need friends that, that call you out. I also appreciate friends that call me out if I use a word that's like too big. Where yes. it's like, And at this point in any of our lives, if you have people in your world that know you well enough, if you try to like throw a new word into the rotation, everyone's like, hey, man, you never say yeah. onomatopoeia. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Can you curse on this? Or can you say big words? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you're going to use onomatopoeia, then yeah. you have to be able to <laughs> It's always followed by an that. F-bomb. <laughs> Comedically speaking, onomatopoeia, only funny if followed by a, an F-bomb. By, by the way, doesn't that say more about how shitty our friends are, that they don't want us to be smarter? They want us to all stay on the same dumb level? I feel like that's a bad thing for us. It is. There's hmm. Well, speaking of uh, getting dumber, last night I was talking to this woman in the uh, crowd. There's this young kid named Luke. And, uh, and I was, you know, he's a young kid. And I was like, uh, you know, what's the worst part about being in your 20s in the pandemic? Because I couldn't go to the bars. Couldn't get, could get fucking lit. And I was like, yeah, that's what else though? You know, cause you are the future that we're all right. waiting patiently that hopefully you have uh, like a more, you know, uh, you know, a, a, an answer that gives us more hope. And then he's like, no, I'm trying to be a teacher. And then this woman was like, oh my God, yes, we need more of you. And then I go, and then she goes, do it, Luke. She goes, do it. 
And then I was like, whoa. I was like, you sound like the teacher as if he was a student and you were trying to maybe pull off some sort of yeah. maternal thing. And she's like, I haven't done that. She's like, but I know teachers that have done that. And I was like, whoa. I was like, should we just, and I pulled the audience. I go, should we abandon the show and just listen to this gal's stories? And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, not going to happen. Fuck you guys. <laughs> that was a trick question. And uh, I worked hard for these for these bits. And then, uh, and then the woman goes, I go, are you a teacher? What grade do you teach? She goes, no, no, I'm a teacher. She goes, I teach teachers math. And I go, you're oh, teaching the teachers? teachers? And then she goes, yeah. And then everybody started laughing. I go, wow, we are fucked. I go, yeah. it's just, I didn't even know that was, I mean, I, I, I understand when like parents need to brush up on their algebra. Sure. I mean, I know most parents that when the kid's like, all right, dad, we need to solve for X. They're like, look, we're just going to pull you out, dude. You're done. You're, you're done. Fourth grade is where you Forget maxed it. out. We, nobody <laughs> knows what that is. And I don't like the way you were coming at me with the, all these problems <laughs> that don't uh, pertain to my life. But she said, teaching the teachers. Isn't that crazy? He, I have not, I, well, why would I know that? There's no way I would have known that, but it's also, I think it says a lot. Of course, I'm in Texas. probably says more now that I'm here. What hat are you wearing right now? This is a Seattle Mariners hat. I like the, um, my Paul Seattle Mariners who are, who are um, probably poised for some sort of ESPN magazine cover this year, seeing as how we're like, we have a lot of um, hubbub uh, surrounding our, our squad this year, almost okay. making the playoffs. We've been, we're the, we have the longest uh, professional sports playoff drought in sports history. There was a cleaner way to right? say that, but yeah, you get Wait, what I'm is saying. that real? Yeah. Since 2001, we, we were the only team, I think the only baseball team after the Nationals won the World Series to not make it to the World Series. But we have the longest playoff drought in professional sports history. So can I ask you, is, there is some... So we got that going to that, on. right? I was going to say, like, is that not at least it's something? I mean, think of all the teams in the middle there that have no claim to fame. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, your team's bad when like every other game they're like they're playing highlights from like the one great year you had or they're bringing back. Ichiro? <laughs> yeah, they're slowly bringing back players from like that year to do like it's each. It's like, remember this shit was remember when it was better night, you know, and uh, <laughs> and then they just play highlights and people are like, but eventually it just turns sad. It's like. You know, like I remember when I went to go see Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, my buddy's dad took uh, took he and I and a couple other pals for his birthday to see Mrs. Doubtfire, huh. um, and uh, which is still one of my favorite movies. But it was two weeks after my folks split. If you haven't seen that movie, surprise, oh, spoiler alert, God. divorce is a heavy theme. Sally yep. Field leaves Robin Williams, which you know shit was bad if that happened. Yeah, because who leaves Robin Williams? Who leaves Robin Williams? I would leave Sally Field, but I wouldn't leave Robin Williams. Fucking hot take. And this is why you're the best, Thank you. Beetle. Thank you. I would. <laughs> that is, by the way, if we had commercials, we would cut to commercial right there. We'd cut to, cut to break. Come back and take calls from Sally Field's family to defend themselves. <laughs> it's true. Thank God we don't. We've got Aaron Field on the phone. Go ahead, Aaron. Where are you from? He's like, man, that's some bullshit. My mom rules. <laughs> My mom's awesome. That's My mom's awesome. Her. So I go see Mrs. Doubtfire, and I'm nine years old, fighting back tears because I'm like, oh. dear God, this is like. I'm like watching what I just went through more or less, or I'm going through. And then I slowly turned, uh, my, my emotions went from sad to anger because then I realized my dad could have dressed up like a British maid and fucking mm -hmm. come to see us more. You mm -hmm. lazy piece of shit. <laughs> Didn't want it. Didn't want it as bad as Robin did, you know? So a lot of people don't know that that was the message of that movie <laughs> yeah. that was a that was a shout out to fathers out there who didn't give it enough by the way we're supposed to be talking sports let's do it what is wrong with you so Fine, seattle, ready, go seattle okay, mariners yeah. you probably want yeah. the full the full uh, backstory and treatment so yes why do you love seattle go 
first of all, let me ask you, what is your affiliation or feelings of Seattle sports when you think of it? I'm always curious, and then I'll oh, dive interesting. in. Yeah. Let's see. Sean Kemp. Great. That's where you go uh, first, huh? Right. Yep. That's my first that. thing. My first time having sushi at a baseball game. Um, the run that the Seahawks had with Russell Wilson. Oh, wait a um, minute. Wait a minute. You just spoke in past tense as if you're insinuating oh. the run is over. Ooh. Do you not think the run is over? All right. Let's get into it. I think. Yeah, go. So I was at USC 01 to 05. Uh, for acting school when Pete came in. So I was there, mm -hmm. that 30 for 30 Trojan War, I, that was, I was there that whole time. It was bonkers. <laughs> I've never, I mean, you know, I've always enjoyed college football, but man, going to a stadium where it was, watching Reggie Bush was equivalent of watching King Griffey Jr. growing up, where you're like, That's I'm fair. truly watching a talent that is, I think once in a, a I don't know, lifetime, generation, whatever, um, uh, and, and anything can happen. There's going to be a, something special every time we go, whether it's, you know, with Griffey, you know, a, an amazing catch Reggie, you know, going to one side of the field, flipping the legs and going the other, I mean, just crazy plays. And, um, and so just the whole culture of it was insane. And then Pete leaves and goes to my Hawks, you know, everyone at SC was bummed cause they thought he slipped out the back door, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, for sure he probably did. And um, but I was pumped that that he was coming to Seattle to change the culture up there. I I think that at the beginning of the season, I said after we uh, Russ got injured, I was like and then all the trade talk got so blown out of proportion, which, again, I want to hear your take on this, because I was getting really uh, pretty. Um, uh, I was going to say perturbed, but I'll go with upset. That's fair. OK, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't like when things that shouldn't be bigger issues because <laughs> right. everyone talks about them. Like when Russ talked on Dan Patrick about, you know, needing some fixes on the O-line and, and, and maybe, I don't know if that's where he said the other teams he'd go to. I think that came out later, but that interview got blown up <clears throat> and then circulated. And then it just turned into this overnight wildfire. And it was just such a bummer. Because even though the team, you know, stays internal and is like, all right, we're not listening to that. You can't right. ignore it. The guy like football and all sports need to be talking about the sport when it's not happening. Basketball crushes it. And I feel like crushes. in the offseason, because all the guys are on social media, they're doing a lot. They're just they're all active. They're, you know, football uh, and maybe is, is getting there. But uh, that was such a everyone was just foaming at the mouth to keep that story moving. And it bummed me out. Cause I knew as a fan, I was like, the longer this goes on, the more damage it's going to do. And it sucks because it probably could have been worked out and maybe it was worked out, but then it's just one of maybe. those things where it's like, you can't ignore it. And, and I don't think Russ is immune to like paying attention to that stuff on the nobody flip side. Is. Nobody is on the flip side. No. I do feel like that at some point you, we had a, how greedy as a sports fan can you get? I went to that Super Bowl against the Broncos. It was unbelievable. Uh, the second one, you know, I try to um, I try <laughs> to not talk about. But if we do talk about it, then we can talk about, uh, you know, we can just cut to some puppy videos to erase that memory because that was <laughs> fucking devastating. I've never I mean, seen it's, my. It's iconic, but in the worst ways. I mean, real quick, as a sports fan watching that, were you just like, wow, this will go yes. down? Yeah. It's up there. It's like a Buckner mo. It's like a, oh, it, yeah, it it's in that, it's on that list, I think. Cause you're there, you're, it, you're there, you're at the, the pearly gates and then you're not. And it was in the blink of an eye because of something stupid. I also kept trying to justify like, oh, I think there was like a minute and a half left. So Brady would have marched down the field. I went and rewatched re it. 
about a month ago. Every now and then I try oh. to rewatch certain videos that I that wow. I go, wow, like Oprah giving away cars. Watch it once a year just to remind yourself how sweet life can be. Um, you know, also just seeing people freak out and seeing Oprah like lean back like yes. and go, ah, is just like really it's it's, it's terrifying, but it's also special. <laughs> the pal the mouse of the palace. Yep. You know, uh, and then there's the video of um, Afro Ninja, the guy doing the backflip, the audition where he hits his head and then gets up and keeps oh, trying God. to nunchuck. And they're like, are you OK? And then someone goes, I don't think he is. And then he falls out of frame. And the grape lady. The grape lady is probably a once a week viewing where she's just like, and stop. It's a lot of videos to watch. It's a lot of videos. Yeah. Got a lot of downtime at the Tropicana. It's, so That's how we prep. It's how we prep. So the goal line, uh, uh, you know, uh, blunder. Debacle. Debacle. Yeah, okay. Truly just, when I rewatch it, I go, oh, no, no, no. At that point, like, there was maybe not even 30 seconds left. And I was like, oh, oh man, even more of a dagger. So I think after that, I've heard many times and players come out and, and slowly pepper in. Um, you know, insight into that time after. And it truly – because that squad, the fact that we got two Super Bowls was pretty uh, incredible. N I think nobody would uh, doubt the idea that we probably should have had had to with that squad. Yeah. Um, but now everyone is trying to say, oh, those teams were only good because of the defense. And now Russ is showing that even he wasn't really a factor then. But then you see these years where he was – him and Doug Baldwin set records for the first eight games when we had no O-line and Russ is scrambling and creating a lot. And, and then you go, well, maybe that's all he can do. And maybe he needs a shitty offensive line to, to kind of be the, the crazy playmaker. Yeah. But he's never had really the ability, except for maybe those Super Bowl years, to stand in the pocket Brady style and just survey the menu and take his time. Russ, Brady gets to go to a cheesecake factory. Here's a great analogy coming your way. And I just thought of this. This is exciting. <laughs> Brady sits down and goes, ah. Doesn't even look at the menu when he sits down. He just, because he knows he has time. He sits mm -hmm. down. He just looks at the Cheesecake Factory. He goes, man, this is a nice cheese. Boy, the Glendale Galleria Cheesecake Factory has really stepped up their lighting there. Mm -hmm. I think that's a new server. Who is that? Gabe? I think that guy yep. also. I think I saw him uh, under the freeway sleeping on a MyPillow asking me for extra cashews. And I think he works yep. on the Beetle podcast. And now he's working at the Cheesecake Factory. This guy. Those are secrets. Those are behind the scenes secrets. BTS, BTS. So he's sitting down and then he looks at the menu and he's like, oh man, there's so many, so much good stuff. I think I'm going to, and by the time he's made his selection, then the waiter shows up. The waiter's not even in his grill. Russ no. sits down at the Cheesecake Factory. He grabs a menu at the hostess stand, sits down and is like, egg rolls, lettuce wraps, and a cheesecake. Fuck. And by that time, the waiter's already brought the bill. And he's like, dude, right. you got to get the fuck out of here. He's like, I didn't even order yet. And he's like, deuces, baby. Deuces. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Okay, so let me ask you this. I like this, actually, because let's say tonight on the ticker, on whatever sports channel you like to peruse, it says, Seattle Seahawks blowing the whole thing up. Carol out. Russ out. Everybody's out. How do you feel about this? I do enjoy change in sports. I also, again, to go back to my point about not getting too greedy i when the season started and the talks were building i go if they do blow it up i go we got 10 years we got 10 years of a comp of every year feeling like what being able to watch a game on sunday with your team 
and have it matter and be excited yeah. to watch the game is awesome. And that happened for 10 years. And the playoffs, what, nine times? And then you look back at some of those playoff games, which some analysts have done now, and they're like, not mm-hmm. even that really impressive of some of these wins. You beat Josh McCown in Philly. You beat the Lions. You squeaked by, you know, uh, this squad. So you're like, all right. So, yeah, maybe maybe this was all just a, a facade. But I think if they blow it up, I mean, I just – I want them to figure it out for one more year. I want Russ to go off. I want him to do like a, a farewell tour and really go off and, and – but then that's that's shitty, I guess. If you were to truly say, you can't do that in football, right? You can't go, hey, I'm done after this year. Let's let's go for it, like major league style. Like, didn't Ricky right. Vaughn go? I'm leaving, or or you, or, you know? But um, if they blew, well, it you up- could, but it's it's hard. I feel like it's a little harder when you make that announcement. I mean, you got to do like the Timmy D, where you just sort of play the season and go, oh right, I'm also done. Afterwards, like the farewell tour is tougher. I think. I Way don't. Tougher. I don't think I'd be. I I wouldn't be shocked. But I'd also be like, uh, I'd be bummed just because to have it end like that. And, you know, if Pete goes somewhere, but I also want, I feel like if Russ goes somewhere else, he's just going to dominate. And then that's that. Wow. It'll be like, it'll be like when the Thunder left uh, Seattle and immediately we're like, I mean, in the finals, you know, three out of the next four years or whatever. I mean, that was like having your girlfriend leave. And then go, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to go um, fuck a bunch of guys on TV. So here's the schedule for that if you want to watch it. And you're like, you gave me a schedule? How is it like that at all? No, it's like if she went off and, you know, found a cure for cancer, went to space, married Clooney. Like she did all of these things. Like fu- Your analogy's better. Year. This is why you're the host. Well- <laughs> No, you, by the way, barely, barely the host. I don't even know what we're, I don't even know what we're doing here. By the way, I'm glad you mentioned that. Do you ever get a basketball team back? And doesn't it make you feel good and validated every single time a superstar, and there have been many, Clay Thompson, Ray Allen, who've come out and said, Seattle deserves an NBA team back? Oh, yeah. This is what I'm most passionate about in life. And probably also why I think I'm somewhat okay with accepting the Seahawks blowing it up and restarting. Because sports, I don't think, it's rare when a city gets to have Every sport dominating, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, especially uh, 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 the Seattle market. Like, we've just never really – I remember there was an ESPN.com article once. You probably remember this one. It was like uh, – it, it was a picture of, like, the Space Needle <laughs> with rain and, like, somebody, like, uh, Kurt Cobain, like, helping someone jump off the Space Needle. Like, it was just, like – it was so Damn. dark and gloomy, <laughs> and it so was like dark. it was like all the sports figures. It was just like the end of like Seattle is just fucking done, and you're like, whoa, because that's too much. The Sonics had just left. The Mariners that are play- we were dog shit. Uh, you know, this was I think Hasselback was leaving, and we had like uh, not not wits it uh, Charlie Whitehurst, you know, for a, for a minute. Ah. So everyone's just like, wow, we are terrible. Like we're starting to look. I don't think we'd gotten the storm yet, so we didn't have anything to to root for. So, like, everyone was looking like, hey, there's the Seattle Pickleball League is starting up. Like, that's how bad it was. So so when the Seahawks talk about blowing it up, I go, well, the Sonics are on the horizon. And why is that, Beetle? Because we got a hockey team, which I didn't grow up with hockey, but I love hockey now because we got a new arena. And With the greatest name. The greatest name. The Kraken. The Kraken? Yeah. How do you get to have the best name in sports right off? That's not right. That's not fair. Well, we bounced it out right with, off the with, bat. with just a dog shit team. So Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you can't have it all at once. Like, now, right. would you go if they said, if they called it the crack house and they labeled the fans mm-hmm. crackheads, would you still yeah, go? go? 
1,000%. I would dress the part. I would act the part. What if they handed out like, like, um, not, not veneers, but like fake teeth that were like, yep. so every time there was like a goal, like, or they cut to like the, the, I don't know, like, it's like methy Monday. Like they cut to a fan that's like, you know, or maybe they just find the fan that's got that going on. And then they, I was going to say, we just find, we're all Dave Chappelle. We're all just like, <laughs> yeah, just like that, that to me would be, it's the honestly, seat upgrade. if they were good enough. All of it would fly. I know. All of it would fly. When we you're good, all of the in-game entertainment. The in-game entertainment does line up how with how good the team is. Yep. I remember going to a Lakers game when it was Kobe against the world. And the <laughs> halftime show was like, we've got a, you know, Bob Parsons from Toluca Lake who spins plates on a unicycle and sings happy birthday backwards in German. And you're like, wow, this team sucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause this guy, cause last week, cause you know, when it was Shaq and Kobe, it was like Ariana Grande is going to sing halftime. And then, you know, FaceTime Pete Davidson when he's 10, you know, or I don't know. That was years ago. Yeah. God bless him. God bless Pete Davidson. America's hero. He is America's hero. Do you think you, do you think you get an NBA team back in five years? I've heard from some, uh, pals, uh, on the inside that, uh, you know, when Brad and I, Brad Williams, uh, and I played in the NBA celebrity also game in 2019, we got pretty chummy with silver. And how we got to play in that, by the way, is so funny. We were, uh, I went to the NBA Awards with Adam Devine. He took me for my birthday. I was wearing like this, you know, I went and got a new suit. And Adam in the car over goes, you look like some European guy's agent that's trying to push him and get like marketing deals for him at the awards. I go. I like this. I go, awesome. So I went up after a couple cocktails. First of all, I'm fanning out. And I don't want to just fan out. So I'm like, I'll go up and pretend I'm some agent. So I went up to first, I go up to Reggie Miller. I go, I go, Reggie. I go, my man. I go, Adam Ray with the agency. Don't even come up with an agency name. The with agency. the agency. And Reggie goes, he goes, what's up? He goes, what's up, Ray Ray? As if he see me. I go, I go, how you been? He goes, you're looking good, man. I go, I go, Reggie, man. I go, you're in game shape, man. We got to get you back out there. I go, by the way, I got some Jamba Juice stuff coming up. We should talk. He's like, let me know, man. You know where to get me. I go, I got you, man. Go up to Vin Baker. I'm like, yo, Vin, man, you know, what's going on, dude? You know, and uh, and then Dikembe, uh, you know, was, Shut up. I mean, I went to everybody and just had a different scenario and they all acted. Maybe it's, it's part of the wow, they're good. The media training, but they none of them looked at me like, who are you, dude? Well, Barkley would have. I feel like Barkley would have been the only one. I want to believe that, actually. Barkley said, well, Barkley said, when well, I go, I go, what's up, what's up, man, Adam Ray? And then he turned um, to, I don't know who it was, maybe one of his media guys. And he goes, hey, he goes, he goes oh, what's up, man? What's up? He goes, hey, uh, hey, to his friend, he goes, you know, Alan, Alan, Alan Gray? And I was like, not even close. Yeah. But <laughs> so then we go to the after party and Silver's there, chum it up with him for a little bit. He goes, come to Summer League. I got you. I hit up Brad. I go, we got to go to Summer League. The commissioner said he's got us. We got to see what that looks yep. like. We're in the little owner's uh, suite area watching the games. I think it was the year that Zion and Aiton were coming into the league. And Ooh. did they come in the same time, I think? I think so. I think you're right. Aiton oh, for God, sure. It seems like a long time. So, or yeah. no, maybe it was Aiton and Trey Young. There was, I think it was. That sounds more like it. God, I should know this. Yeah. I, so whatever. though, I mean, you know, years. years ago. So we're in the owner's thing. <laughs> Silver comes up and Brad just goes, Adam, just promise me one thing. Don't, uh, don't let Peter Dinklage play in the NBA celebrity game before me. Adam laughs, goes, yeah, fuck that guy. And we all start laughing. And then he goes, yeah, you can play. And then and then there's a kind of this beat, this pause. And I go, uh, hey, Adam, uh, Brad's just a prop. I actually play for real. So, uh, And we're a package deal. And he was like, hey, you can both play. And then he looks at his watch and goes, all right, I got to get to a meeting. I'll see you guys. You know, Robert Sarver's about to say something sketchy. I got to get out of here. And then he, uh, he bounces. And I go to his, a guy who was helping us out. And I go, uh, this guy, Jared, uh, who's like his right-hand man. I go, Jared, are we, are we in? He's like, he's a commissioner. I guess stay tuned. 
three months later, we get an email with like roster Shut and like, you know, up. bags of ruffles and just like, you know, go here. And, and then I bought this thing called a piggyback, which is like for kids and parents to go on camping trips. Cause in my Brad and I, like, we got to do something funny. We're, we're like the, the comedians on this, right, you have on to. this team. We got to do something silly, you know? And so I was like, Brad, how about if I call a timeout? put you on my, basically it's got a metal bar across your back that Brad would stand on and then put his hands oh. on me. And then the whole thing, I, and I hit up Sue Bird. I was like, yo, this is what I'm thinking. She's like, hilarious, go for it. Cause she was our coach. Sue's the Obviously. fucking best. So we, uh, I bring it and the NBA is like, yeah, absolutely not. And I was like, why not? They go, what if you drop him? I go, it'll be hilarious. And they're like, <laughs> no, if you drop a dwarf. And I was like, hey, hey little person. And then they go, uh, Either way, that's probably, you know, what is he going to bounce? And I was like, that's racist. No, they didn't say that. But they, but they go, uh, he's going to turn into cookies, as Brad would say. And so, so we didn't end up doing it, but we did try to do one trick play where he went through, uh, through our legs. The whole point of this was Adam Silver said, uh, we need that arena. That's all he would say to me. And now yes. that we got that, I've heard that sooner than later. But I love that you said, like, Clay. Yeah, everyone wants it. It's a great city. Russ has talked about, you know, stepping up LeBron even. I know Kevin Garnett was talking about moving the T-Wolves, but I think that kind of fucked it up because they were going to sell it to him. And then he was like, and then I'm moving it to Seattle. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, you can't so we're not first. selling it to you, man. Yeah, you can't. It's like when somebody wants to sell you their beautiful house and you're like, I'm going to turn it into an Airbnb. You're like, nope, never mind. Nope, sorry. Not selling it to you. Nope, not you're happening. out. Sorry, I love this house too much. And no, you're not going to do that. Yeah, it's weird to talk about adding teams or, or what have you when we're living in a time where teams are literally morning of games trying to find anybody in the zip code that can maybe play basketball that night in the NBA. I'm like, uh, who who's playing tonight? Maybe now's the time to do it. By the Sign way, a bunch of dudes we never heard of. Are we Fine. easing into the replacement era? Like, are we yeah, going to start like dipping? It. I mean, all these 10 day contracts I keep seeing on Instagram, like, like, like who? LeBron's like, yo, metal world peace, stay ready. And they're like, you know, dipping into like <sighs> Chucky Atkins, deadlift shrimp. I saw him doing curls at I curves, would. you know, and like, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. But that's the thing about basketball. Like NFL is a little tougher because no sane person is just gonna be like, I'll do it. But NBA, you know, this is a game that people still play to stay active. And a lot of these guys are still in pretty decent shape. And it would be so much fun if my basketball card collection was allowed to come back to life. Just one more time. Oh, my God. One more time. What a great documentary, by the way, Beetle, that you should definitely yep. host and just go around getting celebrities that have. I have. Are we doing this together or? A thousand percent. Will you go through and go yeah. through the collections? Yes. Because I have so much. I have balls. I would go to Mariner Spring Training uh, in 95 when I have balls from A-Rod, Griffey, Randy, but then the Giants were there. So I got Bonds, Matt Williams, yeah. the Padres, Ricky Henderson, like, and all the stuff that's just sitting in boxes. And I'm like, is it even worth anything? Because I think Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pogs and fucking Magic the Gathering is just like, they're like, you're like, I got a signed Griffey. They're like, well, we've got a signed Balbazor. You're like, fucking, I guess that's cooler. <laughs> I guess I'll lose that one. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that word is. I don't even know how much that. No, that you're right. We have tons of cool stuff. We could probably figure out a way to do something with. What is your most prized card? Whether it's worth a lot, <sighs> if it's worth a lot to you. Like the one where you go, I will never trade this no matter how hard. I have a David Robinson rookie card. Which I, I mean, obviously, my the cards I love the most are going to be like the Spurs ones, just because that's that's what I love. Do you got a Vinny, do you got I, a Vinny Del Negro uh, oh, cardboard cutout in your kitchen? Of course. Well, God, I wish. No, but my mom is so she's so Italian and so out of it. And I remember when my dad was still working, she would go to like Spurs fundraisers with my dad and just walk up to anybody. I would give her like my basketball cards in this cute little notebook, this little Spurs one, and she would just take it with her. I didn't ask, but she did. And she would take it and she'd walk up to anybody tall 
and say, will you please sign this? And they would be like, but she's like this little tiny Italian woman and Vinny Del Negro, who of course, Italian last name as well. He would like look through it and he'd be like, okay, well, this one's me. And she, she <laughs> so I have all of these random Spurs basketball cards that are signed only because my mom was too ignorance the word in the sweetest way. She just didn't know. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And only a little tiny Italian mom could get away with that anyways. You can't just walk up to tall people, mom, and ask them, sign this. You have no idea who that is. It could have just been a tall executive of some sort. Yeah, don't assume. <laughs> yeah, Wait, but luckily, Vinny Del Negro was a spur. Who's the most, you guys have had, is it safe to say that the Spurs have the most Italian players of all time? I mean, we definitely have a large range of people who speak multi-languages. I would say that. I would say that for sure. Even Timmy Even D like in recent years. Spoke. Yeah, it's just like smart, like a smart group of worldly humans. Does that start at the top with Pop? Is he like, yo, if you're going to play for me, you need to either speak Pig Latin or Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah otherwise get your ignorant ass out of my gym yeah no totally i feel like it's a it, it, maybe it's just they also spurs have also had like a really nice run of foreign players like they've known about secrets before anyone else did it seems like and so that they've had pieces of gold that everyone else i mean look manu Ginobili. like come on i love the hall that, of famer now yes i love that you said kemp uh immediately when you thought of yes. Seattle sports you know, I went First. to his weed shop and set up a, we did this two and a half hour, four camera shoot at his a weed store in Seattle. He opened up and did a, I mean, I edited <laughs> in pictures and videos. It is the only thing on the internet that is a full length, like Kemp, like cool yes. with like, and I tried to get NBA TV to buy it, but they were like, yeah, you guys curse a lot in this. I was like, eh, kids curse too. They're like, eh, not, not happening. And I was like, all right, think about it. They're like, we're not returning your emails anymore. I was like, think all right. Think about it. And, and, uh, but that guy you know, him, Peyton, Sam Perkins, there's like sonic legends that you want to see, uh, Shrimp, Hersey Hawkins, yes. so many, even Steve Scheffler, who was like, rode the bench, but like was 6'10 and 260, went to Purdue and was a baller, but was our garbage minutes guy that got, he was a guy that went into the game with four minutes left when we were blowing somebody out and everybody it's would go It's a standing nuts. ovation, exactly, there's always one. You we had Andrew Gaze. We had that guy. Who is it? A Andrew Gaze, the Australian. We put him in at the end of the game, but everyone would be like, Yes. Isn't that awesome? It's and then it's, I just love that. What's crazy too is you go, this guy was probably a gay, like he's still in 100%. the NBA. Yeah. And he was amazing in his country. His country. That's not an Australian accent. Jesus, what was that? Oh, you do that? Yeah. That Who was. was that? Uh, it sounds like Transylvania. Okay. I feel like we have a lot more to talk about. I know we have to take a quick break. I also know that they have some sort of game set up for us that I feel like is going to be more towards your strengths than mine. And that's the tease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, welcome back. We are going to play a game that I don't really understand and Adam certainly doesn't have any idea about. But luckily, 1994's Ethan Hawke, played by Gabe Goodwin, will be hosting uh, said game. Thank you for dressing up for our New Year special, Gabe. Uh, take Thank it away. you. I know you meant that as a compliment. As sure. a child of the 90s, that was a, a very nice way to introduce me. Thank you. Yeah, You're Gabe, welcome. didn't I buy cigarettes from you in Grand Theft Auto a couple weeks ago? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was your server at that cheesecake in Glendale. Yeah, yes, I knew uh, there was something about your your voice and, and your chin beard that, that just was triggering a memory. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, listen, I'm here because I'm supposed to set you guys up for some uh, fun tied to the new year. So listen, a lot of stuff happened in 2021. Um, not all of it was great. We yep. think we think there's room for improvement in 2022, right? So okay. I'm going to tell you something that happened in 2021 and leave room for some blanks. You're going to fill in the blanks with an improvement on that situation in 2022. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. I so think it's I Mad Libs. That. So this is well, yeah, yeah, it's Mad Libs go. meets Dr. Phil. So, you must be, yeah. so 2021 <laughs> was a year where everyone basically put their head between their legs and said, I can do better, okay? But if I don't <laughs> do better, I'm going right to 7-Eleven, getting a couple turkey pot pies, okay? Smoke, taking a couple bong rips, okay? Snorting some four loco and calling my ex <laughs> from the sixth grade and saying, hey, if you don't have kids, let's do this. We'll be <laughs> right back. That's that's the one requirement if i'll get back together with <laughs> yeah you don't have kids yeah yeah uh, uh. fair enough fair enough okay well, i'm ready based so on it that, sounds I'm like ready. you understand <laughs> the game yeah um it's actually kind of like the tony danza show okay uh okay <laughs> with kelsey Grammer. god now i'm nervous um, okay. okay hey nothing's like Here the we... tony danza show that was a one in a that was a that was a lightning in a bottle baby god bring it back bring it back <laughs> all right here we go. These are directed at both of you, um, but Adam, you are our guest, so please take the first whack whenever you want. Uh, in 2021, Michelle Beadle was obsessed with a European fad called F1 racing. In 2022, Michelle Beadle will be obsessed with blank. First of all, that's, first of all it's rude. It's not European. It's global. Go on. Um, <laughs> chat roulette. I think <laughs> Michelle Beadle is a nostalgia wizard i think she's I got i think she's got her finger on the pulse of what's cool but she's also got another she's also got a thumb on the <laughs> stuff that remains cool that maybe doesn't get the attention in the Thank zeitgeist you. that that it should she's Thank a you, well, well versed she's got michelle beetle has got movie quotes for you if you need them on hand yep also a solid trivia brain doesn't know too much isn't gonna like <laughs> pick the team name and also yell at the guy for not talking loud enough when he says the question, but she'll take a couple shots when you get answers wrong because she's like, the fun of the night is more important to me than winning or losing. Wow. That is wrong. So I know I wrote that down and I was like, say something nice about her on it's her show. So, um, no, that's all true. And I think that chat roulette, chat roulette is uh, one of those things where you go, it's, you know, it's the original social media. It's the original, it's, yeah. it's FaceTime before FaceTime. It just got cluttered up with wieners. If we could yeah. find a Every way time. to just blur like them out. Just or like life. If, <laughs> if we could it's find exactly a way right. to just, you know, filter those out or have uh, something in the program go, all right, this is a, a reveal is about <laughs> to happen. And then turn off that person's camera. Either chat roulette or I think, uh, you know, I think actually here's my real answer. I think Beatles in 2022 going to become obsessed with uh, with with podcasting with this with this new no venture, uh, no which is great, which is what I hope for, because seeing you behind a mic again is getting me all sorts of excited because <laughs> you are the fucking best in the biz and everybody knows it. And I every time I saw you or thought about texting you, it, it, it was accompanied with a fucking get back on <laughs> TV or a computer screen now. You're too Are you dead? fucking good. So that's I think pot, I think she's going to get uh, all wrapped up into this and uh okay. 
and uh, and have a hashtag Beatles back type movement going. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take it. Uh, Beatle, any notes? Or are we are we good there? Well, I mean, I don't know. Also, well, uh, jean shorts. I think she's going to get real <laughs> Shorty jean shorts. shorts. Yeah. Shorty shorts. Once jean that shorts. San Antonio summer starts uh, showing right. its legs and she's going to turn up the LFO and uh, mm-hmm, start singing mm-hmm. all the words to uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. And um, how's that you. song go? At least you know the melody. That's all we needed. That's all we needed. You are the next American Idol. By the way, my ADD might kick in, and I will in 2022 just be obsessed with F1, not remembering that I was already obsessed with it. This next one, he's got documentaries about himself, so maybe you'll get obsessed with him. Uh, in 2021, Tom Brady won a Super oh. Bowl and got drunk on avocado tequila. Oh, yeah, gross. In 2022, Tom Brady will win blank and get drunk on blank. I you know, Honestly, that sentence is insulting to me because no matter what I fill that blank in with, it will be obnoxious because can we just say in 2022, Tom Brady needs to just stop winning anything. I'm done. People yeah. are like, uh, how great it will be for him to get one more? It won't be. No, won't be great for anybody. Yeah, awful for everyone. Humanity will suffer. The world will suffer. Brady, you won, dude. Read the room. You're the guy yeah. at the gym who's so jacked. That everyone's like, you lifted all the weights, man. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> yeah, we're done with you, bro. You're done. You want to get drunk on mezcal? Do it like a man. Drink something real, not avocado tequila, and stop winning. Like, I was going to say maybe the lottery, and I thought, no, F that. Why does Tom Brady get to win a lot? Tom Brady's done winning, period. Yep. Yeah, we're done, Thank with you. we're done with him. Here's the only Bye-bye. way I would accept a Brady victory is if he developed a, a real strong sense of humor and, like, used his power for good and was, like, you know, looked in the camera when he wins the Super Bowl. First of all, you know, does a la what Peyton did when he was, like, Man, I'm just going to, yeah. and, you know, and I don't do a good Peyton Manning, but this is more. I do the dad. Hey, Peyton, put your fucking shoes on, you know. And um, and uh, no, but Peyton was like, "Give me a Bud Light and some Papa John's pizza, man." You know, nailed and that, it. That was awesome. They did that. So I went, <clears throat> I want Brady to Shit. try to lift up some of these small businesses. If you win, Tom, which I know everyone's like, you know, my boy Mark <sighs> Sanchez was like Hollywood ending, man. You know, Brady against Mac in L.A. At SoFi, I'm like, nobody wants that, Mark. Nobody in the world wants that. should be that. canceled for even suggesting that. But Honestly. So I think if he does win, though, you got to turn the camera after you've, uh, you know, given your uh, son a big uh, inappropriate smooch and then uh, look right into the camera and go, I'm heading, I'm heading over to the Outback Steakhouse, right? Fucking boost. Yeah. To get me some strawberry Zima. Whoa. Yeah. Didn't see Bring that coming. Back. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring it, run it back. Well, then I, and then I'm back on. Then I'm back into Tom Brady. Well, I never was back. I was never into him, but yeah. I was never into okay, him then. either. Okay. Nobody was. I hate it's him. It's normal. Gabe hates him more than anyone. Can't stand him. Happy to hear you guys <laughs> crapping all over him. Disappointed to hear Mark Sanchez had anything nice to say about him. We can bring that up with Mark one day. Yeah, that's a problem. That is problematic. Yeah. I think it was just Sorry. a hot take. He was on Coward. He got nervous. That's fair. <laughs> Coward does that to people. Coward has that impression on people. <laughs> you know, I used to co-host a show with Colin Cowherd. Michelle okay, would you did, appear you, you on it occasionally. You did not co-host a show. You were the idiot in the wall. That's all you were. You were the wall That's guy. That's an important role, though, dude. <laughs> Everybody you, needs somebody in a wall. You know who said that? The guy who created the glory hole. Who was? Mike Lindell. We'll be right back. What's the next question, Gabe? <laughs> all right. Hmm. 
Where to go next? All right. Where to go next? In 2021, LeBron recruited all his old buddies to play with him in LA. In 2022, LeBron will recruit blank. John Stockton. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Good. Time saver. Love it. Jeff Hornacek. In 2021, David Benoit, Greg Ostertag. By the way, where in the world is Greg? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Greg Ostertag? I don't like playing these games because then I have to go, is that person still alive? Oh. Now I don't play these games anymore because I think I've learned the hard way a couple times. Damn it. Yeah, I don't want to know about an untimely Ostertag passing. Me neither. But I also feel like that guy just never wanted the limelight. Good news, guys. Greg Ostertag is alive. Okay, we can talk about it. Woo! (laughs) Fucking, by the way, Gabe, real big gamble looking that up right now, dude. Because if you, (laughs) would you have shared the news of no more Ostertag? No, I would have taken that to the grave and uh, let you guys just cook online. Wow. The the Ostertag people would have come after you. Your mentions would have just been filled. You insensitive asses. First you make fun of Sally Field, then you (laughs) dig in on Ostertag. You guys just won't quit, man. It's the holidays, man. (laughs) Leave Greg and Sally alone. (laughs) Fair, fair. I got another one for you. This one um, you sort of touched on, but I want to drill in a little. In 2021, Seattle got a new hockey team named the Kraken. The Kraken. In 2022, Seattle will get a new blank (gasps) team named blank. Ooh. Ooh, Adam. Well, Have I we mean, renamed the team yet? No, no, we we get <coughs> we get to keep all the um, the name, and I believe that we keep Supersonics. Yes, we keep Supersonics. Okay, we have good. the name. It's the history that. So, by the way, great question, Gabe, and and just for the sake Thank of you. of wanting to put that out there into the uh, into the the Mark Zuckerberg uh, metaverse, I think that yeah, Supersonics in twenty two, and that's the team name. We own the team name. The history, I think, the Thunder somehow. Yeah. Uh, acclimated, not acclimated, acquired. See, that's what I'm saying. Fuck, dude. Appropriated. They appropriated. Cut this part out. They appropriated because they wanted Kemp and Peyton. The Thunder invited them to retire their jerseys in Oklahoma. And they both were like, eat a dick. What are you talking about? They didn't say that, but they said, no, thanks. Where? Yeah. No. Yeah. Where? Tulsa? Fucking. That's still a place. <laughs> Tulsa. Yeah. And, close enough. Yeah, close enough. My grandparents lived there for a little bit. It's a shithole. So, uh, my sister went to school there. It is. It is. I think, maybe. I have okay vibes with Oklahoma because my mom's from Ada, Oklahoma. My grandparents, oh. who I uh, adored, were, you know, I would go there and visit, but like, we would go to a we would go to brunch at a place called Fountains. I would go play bingo when my mom needed a, a couple weeks <gasps> yes. of a break to to play the single game, and she'd send my sister and I to Ada, Oklahoma. We'd go to the country club, the Ada Country like Club, this. and play bingo. I remember sitting across as a little fat kid in my Michael Jordan T-shirt and my you know de- my Detlef Shrimp shorts and my Ken Griffey Jr. hat and my you know D- DTK <laughs> fanny pack, and I'm sitting there just squeezing out of my clothes, and it was blackout. <laughs> And these old people at the the senior oh. who play bingo are gangsters. There should be a yeah. documentary about like spell. I've always wanted to do a documentary the same way Spellbound followed like five kids and families to the uh, script spelling bee. Doing mm-hmm. that with uh, a handful of couples 
or solo uh, adventurers to a bingo uh, competition and follow and their stories. They're also older. Their stories are going to be cooler anyway and have more to talk cooler. about. We're not getting stories out of old people enough as it is, I feel like. So you follow them around. I'm sitting across, though, from these uh, these people and they're fighting. One of the gals is like, I'm really good at blackout. And the husband's like, you're not good at it. You just have to cover the number with the beans. There's no skill involved. You just have to cover it. You're not good at it. Shut up. And so then there's a guy with a voice box who I'd never seen before. And he was on yes. a tear. And he, the whole time, you know, my grandpa's like, this is my son, my, uh, my grandson, Adam. He's like, nice to meet you. And I was like, I don't know what he said, but yeah, man, what's up? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you got it. Probably tomorrow. <laughs> what did he say? So then he wins bingo on the across, but he couldn't find yes. his little lever. So I'm watching him like oh, no. freak out. So he's like, he's like doing this. And I was like, grandpa, I think this guy's fucking like, I don't know if he was you know, having another medical issue, but he's looking and he won bingo and the woman's, you know, we were deep into it. She's like, I-68, N-42, keeps calling. This guy had won and he's looking and then finally he finds it. I'm watching this, this whole thing. The anticipation is building and then finally he just finds it and grabs it and stands up and goes, bingo, and just screams <laughs> it. And I start laughing to the point of crying and, and, um, and, uh, and this guy won like the big pot and then somebody saw me after and came up to me this is the first time I got uh, accosted by a senior citizen as a child. Oh, no. guy goes, the first time. This guy goes, Great. I saw you just watch Henry just not find his voice thing. And I was like, what? He's like, I saw you just watch him just enjoying the fact that he couldn't find his voice thing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fucking nine. What did you want me to do? You know, he's like, you just sat there just, just waiting for somebody to get you some Pop-Tarts, you little chubby bitch. And I was like, this feels like a personal attack now and not about your friend Henry and what's going on with him. That being said, <laughs> Seattle Supersonics coming back. We <laughs> we get the history, or we get the name, but we have to get the history back. Which that's I think, fine, or I think you just make up new history. What's yeah, that? You can, make up new, you can make up new history. Sometimes that's better anyways. I think also, there, Beetle, you're not wrong. Like, we want all those yeah. banners up. What we really want and what all the players want, and I think, you know, to get back to your original question about how pumped I'd be to have the Sonics back, I would for sure, oh. I for sure would cry because I cried when they left. Um, sure. Which was very, I mean, I cried when I watched Sonic Skate, the documentary that my buddies actually made. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I did. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty yep. gut wrenching. Yeah, you told me to. Just think. because you go, man, it was just so sad on so many levels because of the the nasty business stuff that was going on. And you go, wow, it's not like this was like a franchise that had just kind of been there and was so right. good. Like you're like, wow, 41 years in a market with that type of history. And, and seeing in the documentary, these guys talk about basketball and the relationship and how it was it bonded. I mean, for my dad and I, that's probably what kind of, you know, patched things back up was, was hoops and getting on the phone always and talking about games, especially the Sonics. And so you're like, wow, and thinking about kids that don't even get to grow up with that is such a bummer. Mm -hmm. um, but you really want these players to be able to come back. Like a lot, yeah. Kemp and Peyton are still heavily active in the Seattle community. They deserve to be able to come to games on a regular basis and be and be cut to on the jumbotron and have people go nuts for them. Yeah, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. Adam Silver, if you're listening, please. And he is. Just, I'm sure. I'll I'll be the Sasquatch mascot for at least two seasons. There you go. I just want two courtside seats for my stepdad. And, um, and whoever my stepdad took me to a Sonics game actually against the Lakers and asked me for permission to ask my mom to marry him and get this as a joke. Yeah. Whoa. Gangster move as a, uh, as a joke. Cause I just was, I thought I, he goes, he goes, so Adam, so 
reason I, want, I brought you to this game, obviously it's a lot of fun. You know, is, we're talking West Point grad, paper routes when he was seven. You know, Morgan Stanley uh, worker, like numbers guy, like pitches me shitty movies every other Thanksgiving. Sandra Bullock, Denzel Washington, they're in space. But they both got Benjamin Button's disease. You're like, George, I got to go outside, man, because what you're saying doesn't. I'm in. Yeah, I need to go call Hollywood immediately. And so he goes, I want to ask your mom to marry me. And it was like a close game too, like two minutes left and like, oh, you know, 88, 85. I'm like, George, man, this is really, whatever you're going to ask, I feel like it's a big deal, but fucking dude, let's, hey man, what? scoreboard, dude, you you should know this is the wrong time. He's like, you're right, you're right. And there was a timeout. He goes, I want to ask uh, you, because you're the man in the house, if it's okay if I marry your mom. And I just look at him and I go, oh. man, I don't think so, dude. I don't think that's, I don't think so. And I just turned back to the game and, oh man, I thought it'd be a goof and he would know that I was joking. <gasps> I turned back and he just was like, yeah, hey, all right. And I was like, hey man, I was kidding. Oh, Fuck, please George. do. You're the best. I love you. And he was like, oh, you really? Is that all right? I was like, fucking yeah, man. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, and then he, yeah. Jesus, Adam, why did poop on love? You son of a No, no, he's the best. <laughs> well, now I know, now to, now to. I think now Sorry, just to, George. Now to rectify the situation, I need to make that Denzel Sander movie. And you need to get courtside seats. Yeah, you're right. You have a lot of making up. I got to a do. lot of making up to do. Yeah, way to go, Adam. Gabe, are we done with your game? Hey, I'm I'm just here to amuse you guys with improv fodder. <laughs> I I have a thousand of these. I could do them all day, but you know. Let's let's get to them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have known we were going to hear a story about bingo in Oklahoma when I asked about the Seattle Supersonics. That's on you. Me. Thank yeah, you. That Gabe. is on you. Way to know yeah. your accountability audience. in 2022 is what we're all striving for. Coming back, baby. Accountability is a nice segue. Here we go. In 2021, oh. USC football ended the year on a high, hiring Lincoln Riley and celebrating with the band and the Song Girls. Wow. In 2022, USC football will end the year. Blank and celebrate by blank. Fight on. Oh, God. you did see that video, right, Adam? No. The song girls. Oh, oh my no. Lord. It is. the So this was my thing. Okay. So it's Lincoln Riley. It, it looks like it's being put on by the worst public access channel mm. in the history of America, which makes no sense because it's USC where a lot of movie making brains come from. Yes. They have the um, Zemeckis Center. Yeah, it should look okay. So, and the song girls, it, it, it's so awkward. So, USC football will end the year by hiring oh Lane Kiffin. Wait, and celebrate by <laughs> firing Lincoln Riley? Why not? Why not? Bringing Lane Kiffin back. Wow. Yeah, you get what you get one shot at this thing. You get one half of a season, and if you can't turn everything around and make them the greatest of all time, you get fired. That's the new way. That's it the is. American way. It is. And uh, I would personally like to see Lane Kiffin in that position. Because I think the quotes would be better and louder. And I think America would be better off for it. As far as celebrating, can you celebrate with prostitutes? I don't know. <laughs> Is there a rule? Can they be dancing like the song girls, but also be different? Beetle, this is why you need to run for public office. I Yes, I've been saying that of for quite like some time. Burbank or San Antonio, wherever. Bernie, Bernie, Texas. Maybe Bernie I'll start small. Let me start <laughs> Bernie, small. Bernie, Texas. See what and I can learn. my first order of business is dancing whores in the streets <laughs> with our players. We're not – who's seen Friday Night Lights? Everyone's like, what? <laughs> she makes a lot of sense. She really does. Lila Garrity, <laughs> well, you know what she was up to. You know what she's doing now. All right. Um <laughs> That's a good answer. All right, I think in a crazy turn of events. Oh God! <laughs> like yes. I just had bar mitzvah flashbacks when you yeah. the way you said that. <laughs> oh God! 
He's going to try to put a suit on. Um, all right. I, uh, <laughs> my grandpa told me that. He was like, he's like, you know, you, got, you can't wear sweatpants at your bar mitzvah. I was like, ugh. He's like, maybe yeah. you shouldn't have seconds on this meatloaf. I was like, oh, grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Fat shaming before it was cool. Yeah, dude. Yep. But, you know, grandpa, yep. but, but, then he, but then he would do it with a smile and then be like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. And you're like, yeah, well, <laughs> that's the fuck. 5.30. Yeah. You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, cool, man. I guess I'll sit in your chair and drink all your Sprites because I'm not old enough to drink, even though I think about it sometimes. And, all right, so I, Jesus. So I, um, I think Pete Carroll leaves Seattle. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Comes back for a little reunion tour, okay. Uh, so that was part of the that was before one of the blanks. That was one of the blanks. Pete Carroll comes back sure. in a return. Yeah, brings Carson Palmer uh, back as like his offensive coordinator. Who that my first year there, that was Pete and Carson. We had Carson, I think, for two years, and then I was there for two years. And Matt and Lindale and Reggie, and and then you know, I'm in on this, Dwayne Jarrett, Mike Williams. I mean, just you know. Um, so I think Pete comes back. And turns the program around. And Pete's there till 75. He's 70, 70 now, so I think you get five years of Pete. I thought he was already like 84. He's 84. So Pete's at okay. 98 when he comes back, 112 when he finishes. And he sets and he all these records for an 100-year-old man, um, you know, and they cut, you know. And then um, – I like this. And we win multiple championships. Vince Young Damn. is like the coach at Texas, and we play them in the Rose Bowl. And it's one of those wow. things where Vince goes for it on fourth and two Full and doesn't circle. get it. And uh, and we win. And they like all this. go celebrate by going to Amsterdam to the red light district just to piggyback on Beatles uh, partying with <laughs> the, the prostitutes. And, I uh, like the theme. Because the one time I went to the red light district. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was in Amsterdam and I had gone to a pot shop. And people don't give these gals enough credit for being fun and flirty. And it's not all about the sex. <laughs> I was so high, I got lost from my friends. I went to a McDonald's, got an Oreo McFlurry, wandered into the red light district. And I say wandered, truthfully, I didn't know where I was. That's fair, because all of a sudden you're just in it. Sometimes you're, you're so high, it. you're like, you don't one know. moment I'm in a 7-Eleven, next minute I'm in somebody's basement. You know what I'm saying? Right, so it happens. I'm in the red light district. I see these just door-to-door gals dancing, and I'm just... Hey, mesmerized. It was like the first time you go to Disneyland. You're like, I didn't know the yeah. teacups were this big. And that's not a euphemism. That's what one of the girls' names was. So <laughs> I look in the window and I'm like, I'm looking at Darby teacups and 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 I'm eating my McFlurry. Here's what's great about when you're high and you're also seeing something first time. You're still so focused. I was just like, get in the McFlurry in, but I'm just staring. And then one of the girls started like looked at me and started pointing at me and started like dancing. And I, I was like, all right, well, it's rude if I just stand here. It's probably creepier also to just have her stand and me just watch. So to not make her feel uncomfortable, I started kind of dancing back. So I would take a spoonful of my McFlurry and kind of like shake it like that and then take a bite. She started laughing, Beetle. And then I looked around and there were people watching me do this like I was the biggest fucking psycho they'd ever seen. You think? By the way, you sound like Rusty from European Vacation. Russ! Russ, what are you doing? How many people can say they made a red light district sex worker laugh with a McFlurry? Just you and my dad. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the two men I know. Great answer. Great answer. Mr. Beetle. Bobby B. Bobby Beetle's Bobby his B. name? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Bobby Beetle and Adam Ray need to schedule a trip to Amsterdam oh ASAP. Oh, God. 
step is right. Gabe, did we answer that? Was that a good answer? Or? I, f- I feel like you answered that sufficiently. I'm sure Bob's going to love this part of the episode. Why don't we take that last break? And when we come back, we'll wrap it up with one, one or two more of these quickies. Oh, God. And uh, now God. we'll pay the bills. Okay. We have bills? I'm ready. Oh, we're back. Oh, I'm going to bring us back because uh, Gabe wasn't getting paid enough, I guess, to do both parts of that job. So anyways, we're back. We're going to finish things up. I Apparently with a, a quickie. You called it, Gabe? Go on. I don't know why I'm getting shit for not Look rejoining at you, man. your show. Look well, at I, you. I heard we had a guest today. I dressed up. Okay, fair enough. You look good, man. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, I broke the rules a little bit. In 2019, not 2021, Whoa. 2019, Adam Ray played in a celebrity all-star game. We've talked about that. And he absolutely embarrassed JB Smooth with a spin move. Oof. Yeah. So Oof. in 2022, Adam Ray will blank on blank in a celebrity all-star game. Oh, God bless you for thinking we're going to have one. That's already ahead. First of all, it was a fluke that I played. You got to be a, you know, you know, you got to be a celebrity to get in there. So no, you nailed it. Maybe after season two of Young Rock comes out and uh, yes! I can turn into a, a true, maybe I can, you know, go into gas stations and be like, hey, man. I don't have enough for that Mountain Dew code red. You mind if I just take it? Why not, buddy? We know who you. We know who you are. Big fan. Are you the cashier? Big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big fan of your work. <laughs> yeah. Who? First of all, are we gonna have a game? Maybe. Hopefully. Yes. Oh. You know who I'd like you to take out? I don't even know, but I know he played in every game since the beginning of time. The dude from Arcade Fire. The guy's like a ringer. Win something. He's like in every game and just quietly kind of crushes. Quavo? No, that's not. he. <laughs> Fuck. I, yeah, Quavo from RK5. Quavo stiffed me so hard. The only guy comes into the locker room super late with all sorts of bling. Yes. Brad goes up to him, goes, hey, you want me to hold one of those for you? He takes it off. I have a great picture of him putting this like probably $5 million necklace around Brad's neck. Obviously. Then we go out there. I'm chumming it up with everybody. Mark Lazary, the Bucks owner, we're shooting. He's like... I'm draining a couple threes from the corner. He's like, you hit one more, I'll give you a 10-day contract. I'm like, well, holding you to that shit, Mark. And then I miss it, and he goes, yeah, you lost out. I go, you weren't going to give it to me anyway. He was like, no, definitely not. Now's the time, though. Now's, Now's the, the time, time. I got to hit him up. So Quavo, only guy on the team I haven't said what up to yet, because he was just doing his thing. He had his entourage in the, uh, in the locker room and, and just came in like moments before the game. So we go out there to warm up. I go, Quavo, I didn't get to say what's up in the, uh, in the locker room, man. I go, I go let's, get, let's get that dub, baby. Put my fist out, and he just looks at my fist, looks at me, and turns and shoots. And I go, I go, all good, man. I go, we can talk post game. <laughs> just so. <laughs> oh, did he make it? Did he make the shot? Of course, dude. He had like forty five points. It. He shot every other. Break. I told Sue Burr at one point. I was like, I was like, what would you do? I was like, would you stop me if I just check in for Quavo right now? I want to see how pissed he would get. She goes, yes. Ah. She goes, I don't think you should do that, but I want you to do that because I want to see that. And uh, and then I ultimately <laughs> didn't do it, but. Um, so wait, who's the guy in Arcade Fire that plays all the time? It's Win something. Win Butler. Yeah, Great Win name. Butler. Like literally always, just like sneak. Everyone's like, "Who's that?" And they're like, "Oh, Arcade Fire. I remember that." Yeah, and he's good. He's like legit. Yeah, but I don't know why I brought him up. That's so random. Because you want me to yeah. to well, I do what some well, sort of dunk on Win Butler. I think is the Win answer Butler. to the question. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that maybe. Yeah, but everyone's like, "Who?" So I don't know if that works anymore. God, I failed at this. I failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got. God. I'm sorry, Gabe. I, I didn't, I didn't have a chance I... to ask you this when I bumped into you at Cheesecake Factory. So I was watching the tape. Did you draw a charge in a celebrity game? I did. Yes. 
What was that about? I had nine points, a charge, and three rebounds. Look, you're not supposed to keep track of stats, but <laughs> but Lazary was like, just out of curiosity, what was your, what was the line on your? Uh, no, I took a charge. Look, I was I like to. in when I played in high school. Like I'd say, you know, I just I was the three point shooter and then the hustle guy, right? And then when I my senior year. You know, I was always when I was in sixth grade, I was the tallest kid. You know, I was and I was uh, fat and I was quick fat. So I was like a fucking you couldn't deem me up in the post. I fucking smelled like Pop-Tarts and mac and cheese when I sweat. My coach called me Krispy Kreme Abdul-Jabbar. I had a fucking long range jumper and I just uh, I thought I was going to go pro because I was the tallest kid. Obviously. And I remember I hit a jump hook in a, in a game and one of the dads of the other team, it was like three seconds left in the championship game of this tournament. I'm jiggling down the court and he just goes, man, that fat motherfucker's killing us. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's talking about me. I do have 28 and 10. And so, uh, so cut to, uh, cut to the, the celeb game. And I think it's, uh, I always mispronounce your name. Ajay Wilson, Ajay, Ajay Wilson, right? Oh, Asia. Asia from, Wilson. From the Vegas team? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. she, uh, so again, just basketball instincts too. It's like, you know, I just, I used to always fucking try to do that. And uh, high school, intramurals, whatever, like just truly like awesome. second nature thing where it's like, I was playing D, I like rotated over, which it's so scattered, but like, you're still playing and you're all, like, when there's enough of uh, a flow of a game happening, I just kind of felt myself go over. She drove and I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna. Oh my God, it was and on her. I took the charge awesome. and they called it. And then she goes, she even said, she goes, did you literally just take a charge in a celebrity all-star game? And I go, you're yep. already in the league. I'm trying to get in. Yes, I did. Thank you. Thank you. Honestly, I feel you because I played in a celebrity game once in LA and um, Jerry Ferraro was on the other team and I was playing defense because like, I, what else am I going to do? So I can maybe make a shot. And at one time he's like, Beetle, why are you playing defense? I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? Why am I? Is the two, there are two sides of this game, son. <laughs> Offensive defense. I'm sorry. I didn't know you didn't know fundamentals. Wait, that's <laughs> right. You played, that was the Staples Center one, yeah? Yeah, that was fun. And I really like, that's all I could do. All I could do is be annoying. And in his, and he literally is like, why are you playing defense? And I was like, so insulted for the fundamentals of the game. How dare you? How Kevin dare Dillon you was Farrar. right behind him being like, Beal, you can't. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. Somebody call Vince. <laughs> Somebody tell him to relax. Supposed to just shoot. You tell him to relax. <laughs> Turtle, you shouldn't be taking that shit from her. Um... <laughs> Wow, I love that you did that. And yeah, it's just like, yeah. you played hoops too, right? It's all I got. Yeah, barely, barely. But I like to play. I like the, And also, if I'm going to go out there, I got to do something. No one's going to let me really shoot the whole time, so I got to do something. Also- That's how I looked at it. When you're out there with people like, you know, Quavo and Ray Allen <laughs> uh, and Dr. Oz and- uh, Most random hodgepodge. I mean, yeah, Mary Fuck Kill, right? And so, uh, and so I was like- uh, I was like, I need to just, I want to try to bring it. And I scored. What was crazy is like, you know, my two best friends from Seattle came out and, uh, and I, I, I checked into the game and I scored three buckets in a row, like two fast breaks Dude. and then the spin move. So I had six points in a fucking minute. And I literally oh in my, my head was like, I'm going to win MVP. And I was <laughs> like, and then I looked at one of my buddies and they were like, and what was great is I, I, after I did the spin move, they called a timeout and I went to the sidelines. Dwayne Wade was sitting right there and the courtside and Brad and I had been ch uh, chatting uh, with him pregame and I run over and I just put my hand out to him and he stands up and gives me like a high, uh, a high five. And, and I go, you taught me everything I know, D-Wade. And he just laughs and he was like, all right. And then I get in the huddle and Ray Allen was like, 
gives me a chest bump and he was like, you know, and this guy, Sonic for eight years, one of the greats of all yeah. time. Also one of the great Sonics of all time. Also a dream killer. Yep. For, I'm familiar. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Just shut up, Adam. Finish the stupid story. <laughs> so anyway, Ron was like, anyway, you're cool. Good shot. And that was it. What happened? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> there are certain names I still can't hear. I kept wanting without- to set picks for Ray because I wanted, um, I forgot who was calling the game. Uh, he does a lot of games with Doris Burke. Um, Mark Jones? You got it, baby. Mark yeah, baby. Jones was calling that game. Love Mark Jones. And he- Shout out, Mark Jones. And- uh, and I wanted so badly, I kept setting picks for Ray, but he kept fucking looking me off and just putting the ball behind. He would take it's tougher like, shots doing? to not pass it to me, which I Absolutely. called him out in a timeout. And he was just like, he's like, what do you want me to do, man? I was like, I'm, I'm you know, I got an easy lane. I was like, you put it behind your back through your legs while you were in the fucking air, Ray. That's not true. <laughs> seems easier, though. It does I just wanted easier. to hear Mark Jones say Ray to Ray, and it just didn't happen, you know? <laughs> one time the one it. time that's all we Gabe, had do we do we answer that one right or like i think you got it yep <laughs> nailed it uh last one and we're out uh we're so in, good at this in 2021 beetle needlessly took cheap shots at sally oh, field on her podcast it. and started a beef with her entire family in 2022 beetle will take pointless cheap shots at blank and start a beef with blank i will never stop taking shots at Sally Field <laughs> for as long as I live. And do you want to know why? Because when I was just trying to get into this business, working for People Magazine Internet Edition, I'd have to go to the party before the party at the Emmys and host these dumbass games. And Sally Field would always have some condescending remark for me. And I have never, ever forgotten that. So yeah, 2022, all the way through my death. Sally Field, you're it. Period. You've heard of Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Welcome to Field of Beef, starring Michelle Beadle and Sally Field. By the way, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so oh my god! I mean, Field of Beef. I think I rented it in high school. I definitely yeah, brought sure. it back the next day. <laughs> I know a girl in high school that was in that. So yeah, no, we're not. We're not. We're not Darby naming it teacups, that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wait, did we answer that one right, Gabe? I feel like that was, that was a great answer. <laughs> it felt very real. I, oh, I, it is real. It's a good it's answer. Okay, man, it's real and it's forever. I'll never forget. I listen. I uh, I got Look, all the Sally, answers. I'm just I was a girl out here for. trying to make a living. All right, I'm out here swinging this wheel of fortune like an idiot for your amusement, and you're gonna make chop cheap shots at me. I don't even know you, Sally Field. I don't even know you. Wait, I don't be- want to. Beetle, I gotta ask you though. Real talk, when you. Would you really do those Emmy? Uh, yes. The party night before the part, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy Jesus. them? No, I'm awful at that. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Well, I disagree, but what, um, <laughs> what, uh, you're definitely not, but uh, what, who did you talk to where you're like, all right, this made the night worth it. Cool sound bites. Cool. Uh, mm, John cool. Krasinski. Fuck yeah. Yep. Everything you wanted him to be. Fuck and yeah. More. Yep. He was perfect. I always like when you're not disappointed. Those are the best. Because why? Because he just didn't, he, he didn't just answer like, he, he just, he wanted to play a little bit, right? Yeah. He knew that he knew, like, he knows the game. Like you're supposed, you know, red carp, all that kind of stuff. Like it's no one, like, by the way, no one wants to be there. There's a little inside scoop. No one wants to do all that. It's just part of it. And so when you play along, A, it makes everybody's job a little bit easier. And B, you are just becoming, you know, a more lovable human than you already were. And so I appreciate when people play along. You know the drill. Sally Field doesn't know shit. And that's a new show I'm pitching to Amazon tomorrow (laughs) where we go around 
to all the trivia nights in the country with Sally Field, and we go, if you can yes. win, you get to assemble your team, Sally. Wait, actually, this is a great idea. We take we yeah. we blindfold Sally Field. We put her on a, oh a little prop jet. We drop her off in some city. She doesn't know where she is. She takes Love it off it. and goes, eh, you know, and then uh, and then uh, and then we do like a shot that's like spinning around her as she spins around. And we go, we drop Sally Field off in Sheboygan, Idaho, or fucking I don't know where that wherever that is, you know, in, you know, Tas- Tascaloosa Peninsula. And then we drop her off, you know, and she's got to assemble a trivia team. It's almost like a heist movie. Yes. But she's got to assemble. She's got to go around and meet the locals. Find the trivia. Night. It's actually a fucking great idea. She's got to find strangers to be on her trivia team. So she's got to just go around to places like the laundromat or the whatever. There's a camera crew. In. People in these places want to be on TV. You get someone like Sally Field or more famous and you get someone that people <laughs> want to play trivia with. That's like, and Sally, you're fine, you know, but, you know, we'll get Beatle instead. And then we go, uh, you get these people, you go to the trivia night <clears throat> in that little Bodunk town. And if, and then you win and there's maybe like. Obviously, maybe. maybe the team, you give the people prizes or something anyway, maybe gift certificates to that restaurant or money or a house yeah. or I don't know, you know, a, a, you know, a, or all a, of those things, you know, all her, of the above herpes test. You give them something that they can, <laughs> you know, walk away with and go, all right, the day was worth it. I'm in. I'm God, we've had 97 great ideas. I hope everyone wrote it all down because I need to make sure we, Were we recording make it all come to fruition. No, this was practice. <laughs> this was all practice. Like totally good. I just want to see it. how my NBA Jam machine looked in the background. No, do you think Gabe would dress like this if we were actually going to record today? No, zero chance. Gabe, are zero. you how off? How many days a week, real quick, are you wearing a beanie? Because I'm a big beanie guy myself. In Seattle, I went beanie over the hat. Oh, yeah, I do like I, a beanie. Uh, a very few days out of the year, but here in Los Angeles, it's unseasonably cold and wet, and I needed a little extra, you know, That's comfort fair. today. I tried to wear a hat as well for my new year's special and it wouldn't fit over the headphones. So this was what I was going to give you guys. I was going to give you guys some real 2022 vibes. I know you're welcome. By the way, Michelle, the jacket is already like you're setting the tone. Like you walk into a party. This is the, this is the look of someone that walks into a party with the point, you know, the party point. Yeah. Yeah, And a cane. And And the what? Going to have a cane and a cane, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Cut that out. Cut that out. Okay. Adam. I wouldn't even know where can people find you? Like everywhere. You're like the busiest person. I'm on Instagram at Adam Ray Comedy, tour dates, adamraycomedy.com. But I go to, I'm in Vegas right now for uh, the week if you're out here. But then I go to Australia on January 3rd for two months to do Young Rock season two. I'm playing Vince McMahon. And then uh, I come back from that and I hit the road uh, for a while. Podcast about last night. Beatles been on a bunch. She's a killer. Just had on Sandra Bullock, Chevy Chase, Bill Burr. Yes. Um, uh, And then I'm on a cartoon on Hulu called Crossing Swords right now. Um, uh, that uh, is from the robot chicken guys. It's like a filthy stop motion oh, medieval time show. And then I'm on this show called Pam and Tommy coming out with Seth yes! Logan. Yes, I cannot wait for that. Oh man, I cannot wait. I uh, I can't. I don't know if I can say who I play, but I'm on three episodes. But I play a guy that used to uh, have a show. Right? I mean, I got oh so I hear from me about this. I'm Michelle being of the here on the show tonight. Also the the Google doll then uh, vertical horizon. Is it, jo- is it Johnny Carson? <clears throat> Boom! You got it. Nailed it. Great, you're good at that. Meh. You do? Do you do impressions, Beetle? Wait, wait a second. Yeah, that was- wait, can we isolate that clip and have post that and say Adam Ray was a guest on this week's pod and just post that clip with no context? And that's it. 
and we just play that people are like that's a winner this is the best podcast they've ever heard Adam I love you so much for doing this you are literally you. the busiest person I know and I'm so glad we got to catch up virtually this rule Gabe I can't I'm glad to you got to, to be a part of this I know right I'll be back yeah, you need I love you I love you too Adam Gabe, thank you dude you're crushing it thanks for setting this up <laughs> thanks to the rest to, of the oh, uh, team to everyone by the way happy new year happy new year Let's be safe out there and crush some stuff Man, New Year's. Here we go. 2022. We'll see you on the flip side. You know it. Peace. Peace.